Not long ago, in a far-off corner of a place called the Internet, a revolution was born. Forged in the fires of common experience, the survivors of a mysterious movie known only as A Talking Cat came together. Their purpose, to dissect this fascinating failure of a film and broadcast their findings through the cosmos in hopes that future generations might learn from their mistakes. Some would call them heroes, others would call them mad, but despite the grueling road ahead of them, the group would take up the Sisyphean task and become a talking cast? Are they adventurers, center as a savior's or Are they demented, love the punishments, I can't be sure But one thing I do know is that the mission here to force To make your life so hard that you'll be pissing on your kitchen floor Hello and welcome to A Talking Cast The minute by minute breakdown of A Talking Cat My name is Kevin Brady And joining me this week is fellow guest host Eric Harzer Eric, how are you? I am doing very well Alright, so we are here today to talk about minute number 20 yep. So let, let's take a, let's take a, you know, kind of a, a meta look here What were your thoughts on this minute? Did you enjoy this minute? Was this a, was this a fun minute for you to watch? Kevin, this minute was terrible <laughs> Why are, why are we covering this minute? It is our duty as hosts for a talking cast to uh, cover every minute. Let's uh, dive into it now. So our minute opens with uh, the titular cat, Duffy, uh, as he is sitting up on a on a kitchen table with a, with a bowl of milk or a bowl of water or a bowl of something. And yep. uh, and Duffy does his best Snagglepuss impression to open mm-hmm. our minute. And by that, I mean it's an exit stage left, even. Yes. Duffy disappears. Uh, one thing I noticed about this shot, and I, we were discussing this beforehand i, I yeah. think you also noticed it it's hard. <laughs> um, it's hard not to notice look it's a tough shot to shoot right into <laughs> three windows i mean that is that is probably not the best choice for staging your scene are you saying in the 200 years plus of cinema that we've been experiencing there's no way to make this better <laughs> i've seen professional filmmakers make this same mistake. I guess, but, uh. <laughs> so when amateurs like David to go to let something like this slip. Of course, I kid. You know he We're is so a professional sorry. filmmaker, but and and he does have a lot of credits. But this is just not a professional production. And yeah, obviously that is highlighted by the fact that you're shooting right into those three windows, and and my eye is drawn right to the lighting rigs. Um, <laughs> someone is? needs to write the book on a talking cat. Yeah, we need to heart of darkness this shit. That's right. All right, so we get the reflection of the lighting rig clearly visible in the window, and then we cut back to Phil. Uh, Phil, uh, our hero of the film, I guess. The word hero is a bit much but uh <laughs> our protagonist perhaps yeah phil comes wandering into the kitchen looking for duffy and when he can't find him he just goes about his day the thing is this cat is so important and like this cat is so like life-shattering but in between everything you'd think the cat doesn't exist that like it's mystically there and then everybody forgets about it my biggest concern with that is if there's a cat that wanders into my house if i'm like okay you know what cool this cat wanders in i'll give this cat a bowl of milk if i leave the room and come back and the cat's gone i'm a little concerned yeah exactly the more likely scenario is the cat's wandering around my house shitting on my sofa I mean, you don't own the cat you don't know if that cat is house trained at all but phil doesn't give it a second thought Phil just kind of shrugs and goes about his business. He's recently lost his job uh, unexpectedly. He sold his company, didn't he? It, it, like, he seems to have done nothing. <laughs> He's just been told, you're done working here. All that hard work you put in. Just leave, please. Please get out. Here's the big payoff. You and your creepy haircut should leave. So then we, uh, we get one of a talking cat's favorite moves. We get a really long establishing shot. We take a, a 
solid five seconds, I think. It does take a long time to show us where the hell we are, and like it seems to change so easily where we are. So, so there we are, just I guess in a cabin in the woods is is where Susan lives, and and we join Tina and Susan inside their humble home. Tina, as as she's seen throughout much of the film, is on her quote unquote beeping machine, mm-hmm. and uh, and she asks her mother Susan how the Sims shindig went. Yes, I would like to know about the Sims shindig because uh, they're nice people, obviously. Uh, and and Tina says it, uh, or I'm sorry, Susan says it went pretty well. They're they're very nice people. Susan then suggests that uh, Tina should ask the Simses for an internship. She somehow she somehow gets people to take up her catering business because of what exactly? Uh, it's it's not any sort of any sort of advertising or any sort of uh, storefront or professionalism. She's she's working completely out of her home. It's it's all got to be word of mouth, is is what I can expect here. Does she have her kids? Do it? Well, I mean, they do. I mean, you know, if you not to jump forward, but we we see them forced into action to help yeah. her keep her struggling business afloat. So we've got Tina though, who who we're led to believe is like someone with maybe a she's got a lot of ambition, a lot of drive, and she's fairly strong business head on her shoulders. I think she's got ambition, drive, a strong business head on her shoulders, and a giant computer. When it suggested that this girl of, I don't know, 17 maybe, 17, 18, look for an internship, this girl who wants to be an entrepreneur, wants to start yeah, yeah. her own business, scoffs at the idea of working for the Simses because they make toys quote, barf. This young lady professional is not even willing to give part of her time which she spends none of her time actually doing anything of value in this movie, does she? Not that I've ever seen, other than uh, hanging out with the cat. So she wants to be an entrepreneur of some sort, yet she's not willing to take on an internship. Tina scoffs the idea of taking an internship with the Simses, uh, so to which her mother responds that she's jaded because it's a toy thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I have a question here. So Tina says that she knows what she wants, and the mother gives her a scathing look and says, I heard that. No, I heard that comes from her brother. Um, yeah, yeah, she, she says, I know what I want, unlike some other people. Oh, so she, she's talking about the brother. Okay. So okay. here's Tina, the, the business-minded of these siblings, <laughs> um, and she makes a comment that she's the one that has direction in her life while her brother is kind of shiftless and doesn't know mm-hmm. what he's going to do with himself. Okay, okay, okay. And he emerges from his bedroom, question mark, with a power tool, and he's going to go outside and fix the fence. He's doing something on the scale of doing nothing and sitting around all day versus actually taking part in something real like this man is doing. I don't think she has any leg to stand on here. So uh, with uh, with Trent entering the scene with his power drill, that wraps up our minute. Yeah, it does. Uh, not a whole lot else to talk about there. Um, any Anything else that you wanted to, to point out? I mean, it's a transition minute, something where you have to wrap up what the characters have done and then just, just introduce some new places for them to go. So uh, what's the guy's name? Trent? Trent's got a power drill. He's going to wander into the next scene and do something with that, hopefully. Uh, We've got the young businesswoman not being a very good businesswoman. That's right. Terrible businesswoman. Yeah. So it's basically a the status quo keeps going and we're heading somewhere new. All right. Very good. So uh, if I uh, if I can take a second and uh, just uh, on the way out, give a little plug to my podcast. Uh, You can you can if you enjoyed this episode, you can hear me uh, every week or so depending on what the the new movies coming out look like. Mm -hmm. Uh, On It's Not Casablanca, uh, it's a podcast where myself and a friend of mine go see a new new release film and immediately discuss it in the parking lot. 
of the the movie theater. Uh, probably the worst lit parking lot in America too. <laughs> just uh, that's a great idea for a podcast. Just because like as soon as you get out of the theater, all your emotions and just thoughts about the movie are right there. They're in your head. They're moving around. That's like one of the best times to get them out. Absolutely, it's instant reaction. Oh, it leads to nothing but mistakes. I mean, but yeah, you can you can check us out on it's not Casablanca.com. Uh, so. Uh, with nothing else to discuss on this minute, I'd like to thank you for, for joining me. Uh, you know, Thank you, Eric Roberts. I think we did an okay job. We deserve a pat on the back. This so. is all right. It was a transition minute. so He's Eric Harzer. My name is Kevin Brady, and you've been listening to A Talking Cast. Join us next time. Can't get enough of Talking Cast? Like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash Cast. Follow us on Twitter at Cast. And you can help out the show by rating and reviewing us on iTunes. Thank you. Goodbye. Bye. Minute by minute. That's a little bit diving in to shed some clarity on this hilariously failed attempt. So grab a friend and crack a beer with them and listen in. The talking cast is about to begin. It's a that was episode 21 of A Talking Cast, the A Talking Cat podcast that nobody ever asked for. Your host was Kevin Brady with guest host Eric Harzer. Edited by Darren Husted. Music by Casey Trimble. Voiceover by John Kowaleski. Artwork by Josh Hollis. Executive producers Sarah Cantor and Darren Husted. Copyright 2014. All rights reserved. This podcast is not affiliated with Rapid Heart Productions. A Talking Cat is owned by Rapid Heart Productions. No infringement is intended. In loving memory of Jaden Holmes.